Welcome to the Raising Jesus Kids podcast. We're here to equip, encourage, and inspire you to raise your kids to know, fear, and love the Lord. I'm your host, Abby Phipps. My husband and I are the parents to four awesome kids, ages six and under, and we're on this journey with you. Our greatest desire is that our kids would never know a day apart from His truth. Join me today as we explore part two of our How to Raise Jesus Kids series, Teaching Kids How to Pray. There's a quote that I love by Corey Tim Boom, and she says, Prayer should be your steering wheel, not your spare tire. I love that, and I think that is monumental for shaping how we think of teaching our kids how to pray. Because prayer can't just be something we rely on when we're careening off the side of the road because we're having a blowout. It needs to be our steering wheel. It needs to be the thing that we're grabbing onto every single day to direct our lives. And that's what I want to impart to my kids, that prayer is the thing. We talked about in episode two, Family Bible Time, that that's how you lay a foundation for your kids. And that is absolutely true. But if Bible time is the foundation, then prayer, that's the part that directs how we're growing. Prayer needs to be something that's an absolute necessity in our lives. And we need to communicate that to our children as well. But here's the thing. We can have a heart for prayer all we want. We can have this deep desire and this wonderful communion with the Lord. But for our kids... I really don't think this is one of those instances of more is caught than taught. I don't think that necessarily applies. I think it can, but I don't think that's necessarily true. We have to teach our kids how to pray. Now, it's not just saying the Lord's Prayer. It's not memorizing something like that. It's not just knowing they should pray. We want to teach them how to communicate with God, how to commune with God, how to listen for His voice. And it doesn't always come naturally. We can't just pray and assume they'll do the same. They may, but they may not. And so it's important to give them the foundation of here's how to pray and here's what to pray. And prayer actually is one of those things that the more you practice it, the more natural it becomes. And prayer is so cool because the more we talk to God, the greater desire we have to talk to him. So for our kids, we want to make prayer a very normal thing. It's funny because I'll, I'll say things like prayer doesn't have to be a big deal. Prayer is a big deal. Prayer is the big deal. It ushers in the power of God, the presence of God. Through prayer, we can heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, move the mountains. There is no bigger deal than prayer. But it's also just like super normal. God just wants to be part of our lives. He wants to hear from us and he wants to speak to us because he loves us. Do you want to talk to your kids every day? Absolutely. I talk to my kids all the time and they talk to me all the time. God's the same way. He wants to talk with us and he wants to hear from us. He just wants to be a part of our lives. So just make it normal for your kids and communicate that to them. That God wants to hear from you. He wants to hear what you're thinking and what's going on. He wants to hear what you're worried about. Making prayer a normal part of life gives your kids a great outlook on prayer. So if we're talking about practical application here, what does that look like? Well, when you hear of someone, a friend or a family or a neighbor who's sick or who needs help, invite your child to pray for them or with them if you're around them. You pray before meals, you could pray before bed. 
when your child seems concerned or worried about something, you can encourage them to pray about it. You can pray with them. You can just take time to sit down with them and ask them to listen and see what God is saying to them. You can pray with them when they're sick, when they're injured, when they just need some comfort. For older children, you can encourage them to seek out opportunities to pray for people or even to pray with people. That is a great chance for them to develop their prayer skills. And sometimes that sounds almost wrong to say that prayer is a skill, but Jesus taught his disciples how to pray. He said, here's what you say. So it's okay for us to tell our kids, this is how to pray. We also teach them, right, that the Holy Spirit intercedes for us and we want to be discerning and wise and listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling us. But also it's okay to say, this is what we need to pray. And especially when they're young and learning. It can also be a really good idea to use prayer prompts. It can open a child's eyes to things that they may have never considered praying for, especially for people or places that they've never been. They might not think about praying for those things, but having a prompt and saying, we're going to pray for this today, that can be really helpful. A great time to use prayer prompts is if you have a family prayer or Bible study time. When I talked about our family Bible time back in episode two, I talked about a lot of times we will pray after we read the Bible. That's a great time to say, okay, today's Tuesday. We're praying for our grandparents today, for example. And then you pray for that. That's a great opportunity to introduce these sorts of prayer prompts because you don't want to make it weird or like an obligation that they have to pray for these things. You just want to spark their minds towards praying for other people and other things. For kids who can read, you can just give them a prompt and then an opportunity to pray alone for that topic. The Daily Grace Co. also has 31 days of prayer cards. And so you could just go through those each month and use those to guide your family prayers. For older children, I think it would be a great idea to have them come up with seven categories that they would like to pray for. And then they choose one for each day of the week. That really puts the responsibility onto them and it makes it a lot more personal. Your child may have a heart for something and they want to pray about that regularly. This gives them a great opportunity to do that. And we want to develop those things within them. We want them to be able to recognize that these are the things I love and that I care about. And I want to take those things to the father and ask him to be a part of that. We also want to give our kids opportunities to lead prayers and this one is usually easiest to do at home just because of comfort. Now, some kids will be comfortable doing this anywhere, but a lot of kids, they're going to be a lot more comfortable just at home with mom and dad and siblings. But give your kids a chance to lead a prayer. How easy is that? Because there is no failure. There is no messing up here. They're just talking to God. When it comes time to pray, whether it's bedtime or before a meal, just ask who wants to pray you're usually going to have a lot of volunteers. If you don't, you can switch that up and you can be like, okay, well, it's breakfast. Little Susie's going to pray today and ask her to pray for the food. You can also use your prompts when you give them opportunities to lead prayers, but mostly you want to let them pray how they want to pray. 
If you have multiple children, it can be helpful to create a rotation for each child to pray throughout the week if it's just becoming a competition. But I really like to just give them opportunities. And if more than one person wants to pray at a meal, let's do it. We can go around the table and everybody can pray. You can also just randomly ask for volunteers throughout the day. It doesn't have to be a set time because you are showing them that prayer is a normal part of our day. And so if you're out on a walk, you could ask somebody to pray for your town as you walk through it or any other sort of situation like that. Just ask for somebody in your family to pray. You can talk to your kids about when they would like to lead a prayer, especially if you have a child that seems to never volunteer. Maybe they have a time when they would feel more comfortable praying. And then if you have older children, you want to encourage them to try to find an opportunity every day where they can lead somebody in prayer, lead their siblings in prayer or their peers or something like that. But you want to, again, give them that responsibility of praying throughout the day. And especially leading others in prayer, that can be a really big step and really important step for a child's faith. It's also a good idea to ask kids what they would like to pray for. Now, some people don't always enjoy this because kids' answers can seem really silly. A lot of times kids will ask you to pray for pets or just other animals that they can think of or even toys or something like that. And that can seem really silly. But God cares about what is important to each one of us and we want to convey that to our children. Now, of course, you want to set guidelines here. We're not going to pray for every single animal in the world before every single meal. But we want to show them that if it's important to them, if praying for their new puppy is important to them, then let's do it. Let's pray for it. We had some chickens for a while and they died. And we spent a lot of time praying for those chickens after they died because that was important to our kids. So we did it. It seemed a little silly after a while because the chickens had been gone for quite a while, but it was important to them, so we talked to God about it. This also, when you ask them what they would like to pray for, it gives you a good opportunity to correct any wrong view of prayer that your child may have. Sometimes, especially young children, can get a little confused and they almost see prayer as a vending machine where if they pray for something, then God gives it to them. Sometimes that's not always communicated well to young children. And so this gives you an opportunity to correct that. So if they're constantly praying for something they want, you can talk to them about that's not a bad thing, but that's not exactly how prayer works either. So when you're praying as a family, allowing time for your children to share what or who they would like to pray for is very important. You can also set aside a special time each day for kids' prayer time. So if maybe meals are a little rushed and bedtime, you know, you would really like to be praying for your children before they sleep, so there's not really a good time at either of those, you can set aside a time that's just kids' prayer time. We can pray for anything that you want to pray for, kids, but it's going to be during this time. That's okay. It's good to set those parameters when you need to. For older children, it is a great idea to have like a journal or a poster board or a whiteboard, anything like that, where they can write down people or places or things that they would like to pray for. And then they can pray for those individually or as a family. 
Finally, you want to put your children in prayerful environments. Now this is going to look different for every single family because we all attend different churches and we all just kind of lead different lifestyles and live in different parts of the world. For example, though, my husband used to host a prayer night at our church. It was once a month on a Sunday evening. Um, And for a while we had a good turnout, but there were never any kids present except for ours. Now I understand that that's the night before school starts up again. And so sometimes that's a hindrance. This is not a judgment on anybody. It's just me making an observation that no kids were ever at a prayer night. Now, I have children, and I understand that if you say, hey, we're going to a prayer night, most kids aren't going to be like, woohoo, running out the door. But it is so important to put them in those environments. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. This was when we only had one child and she was pretty young and she did not always do well. Usually one of us had to take her out and sometimes it was very frustrating. But she was there and she was in that environment, even if it was just for a few minutes. And had we continued with that prayer night at that church, she would have seen that as she grew up and she would have seen the value and the importance placed on prayer. When an environment turns prayerful, whether it was planned or unplanned, don't send children away. I've seen that happen a lot, that you have a church service and then towards the end, people start praying for each other or the pastor starts praying and the parents tend to like release their children. You know, the children have made it through the church service and so they let them go play outside. And there's certainly times where that's appropriate because some church services can get very long and some children are very young. But don't let that be your automatic that every time something turns serious or prayerful, you let the children leave. We want them to be in those environments. We want to give them a place. That's how we teach them. We set the example and we involve them. And they're being shaped by these experiences, even if it doesn't seem like it. They may just be sitting there, but they're witnessing everything that's happening. So if you want to put them in a prayerful environment, look for something like a prayer night that you can be involved with. You could even host a prayer night for your friends or if you have a small group, you could have a prayer night. And if you already have a small group where the kids are there, maybe playing in another room, pull them in for some of the prayer time. Now explain it to them first and tell them, hey, we're going to take a break from playing for a few minutes and we're all going to pray. Most kids are very understanding of that when they know what's going on. It's also a good idea just to host family prayer times. And again, give your kids a heads up. Say, hey, after supper tonight, we're going to spend some time praying as a family. And then you sit down together and you hold hands and you pray together. It doesn't have to be difficult to teach your kids to pray. If you're in a church service and the adults start praying over each other, encourage your kids to join in. I feel like that's the key here. It's encouraging kids to be a part of prayer. It's not just allowing them to be there. And it's not forcing them to be there. But it's encouraging them to be a part of it. Because God wants to hear from them too. Because they have a voice. They are made in God's image. And they matter. For older children, you can talk to your children's pastor, your youth leader, whatever the structure looks like at your church, about putting together a kids or a teen prayer event. I think that could be a really cool opportunity for kids, for teens, and really just for churches 
to start to introduce. Prayer is so incredibly important to God and to believers, and we can't take it lightly. We can't just say, oh, well, I taught my kid the Lord's Prayer and to pray before they go to bed, and then they'll develop it on their own. We can't take it that lightly. It is so vital to every believer and their walk with God. But at the same time, it's not about putting pressure on our kids. It's about teaching them that God loves them and he just wants to talk to them. When we can communicate that to them and show them that it is special to connect with their creator, it becomes a lot easier to teach them to pray. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm just so encouraged that there's so many of us out there that are striving to raise Jesus kids. It's not easy, but just by listening to this podcast, you're taking a step in the right direction. I want to encourage you along this journey. You can follow along with Raising Jesus Kids on Instagram at Raising Jesus Kids and on Facebook. Just search for Raising Jesus Kids. You can find more articles on our website, RaisingJesusKids.com, and we also have our ABC People of the Bible cards available on there. I'd love to hear from you anytime you have a question or a comment about the show or anything we've talked about. You can email me at abbey at raisingjesuskids.com. As always, you can find links and more information about today's topic in the show notes. Join us next time for part three of our How to Raise Jesus Kids series, Experiencing Church as a Family. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you.